the do-over was over and done with. And Jack and Josh couldn't be happier to spend time with their new talent manager, Sandy Wexler. This is Truly Happily Madison. You know what time it is. <laughs> Hit that theme. Hello, each week your hosts Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. Uh, this is that podcast. I am Jack Gregson. Who is this? Fucking hell. All right. <laughs> this is this is Josh Pappenheim. Hello. Amazing. Continuing on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate this. It's too professional. This is it. This is what if I was, uh, what if I was prof. What if you were prof? Yeah. Prof Green, what what are you talking about? Professional. Oh, Professor. What if you were? What if you? What if my name was Professor Null? That's very. Well, hello there, Leon. You're looking mighty professional today. Ah, this is you doing your Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yes, Ted Lasso. Nice. My name is Professor Null. Joining me as always. Is my assistant Ted Lasso? It's Led Tasso now. Mm. Yeah, I watched <laughs> the episode. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's for the listeners at home. This is now a Ted Lasso fan account. How about it's that Schmigadoon? <laughs> Don't get me started, that Schmigadoon. Don't haven't <laughs> seen it. I refuse to watch it. Next, you'll be going on about Mr. Corman. I, I, I will never. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Talk about Mr. Corman. You don't want to hear about a misanthropic 30 year old who feels underappreciated in his own time. I feel like I, I get that elsewhere. <laughs> I get it from looking in the mirror. Is no, Joseph Gordon really. Levitt 30 something? My time huh? Is Joseph Gordon Levitt 30 something? I don't know. I feel like he's in his 40s. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, he's 40. Well, all right. I'm uh, I'm forty years old. That's, <laughs> I'm that's Joseph so, Gordon Levitt. That's more Keanu than, than JGL. It's basically it's the good. same thing. I suppose it's true, but you need to start a. Cult. I keep masturbating, and Scarlett Johansson doesn't like it. <sighs> Romeo. Don Juan. Did you ever watch Don Juan, John? I did. I saw it at the cinema at a press screening. I remember coming out of it and being like, that is one of the best films I've ever seen. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> it, I remember coming out of it and being like, what a load of shit. <laughs> it's just one what man's What a film journey. that had nothing to say to anybody ever. No, it... I've, I watched it once since then, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking, thinking that was great? Like, it's, it's abysmal. But it's really bad. Yeah. 
but you know, so but some of us can spot that from the beginning. Yeah, not me. Some of us are blinded by um, Brie Larson playing Silent Bob. What? Brie Larson's in Don John, and she plays a character who doesn't talk until like the last scene she's in. And I'm just like, oh, so she's playing Silent Bob. Oh, I don't remember that. That's hideous. Yeah. I think I was blinded by the uh, the Marky Mark scene. I really enjoyed that. Is Mark Wahlberg in it? Film. No, it's Don John. It's oh, fucking his fucking name. Don John is riding around in a car, and I think he's listening to Good Vibrations and singing it at one point, and I remember that being very vibey. Why is that the Marky Mark scene? Because Good Vibrations is by Marky Mark. Oh, I thought you meant Good Vibrations no, by the Beach Boys. No, by Marky Good Mark and the Funchy Bunch. Funky Bunch. The Funchy Bunch. And... Or maybe he was listening to an audio version of the movie Good Vibrations. Oh, I like that film. I like that so, film a lot. It's alright. It's alright. We get it. People like music. <laughs> oh, is this music? Oh, turn it up. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm great. Doing, buddy? I just opened Twitter and just saw that Bam Margera is suing Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, how that's been bubbling up for a long time, yeah, though, is. right? It like, has. have you fo- do you follow Bam on Insta? No, why would you? Oh, Matt, I do. It is it is wild. Yeah, Every... I know it's wild. Yeah, but like every few days it's him posting something about like, this new Jackass film isn't Jackass, you can't have Jackass without Bam, and it's just being like, fake friends, fucking Steve-O, it's, uh, it's very sad. I like that Steve-O is preferable to hang out with than Bam Majera. Absolutely! Like, Steve-O <laughs> is such a sweet man, you know? He just, he just seems so nice and wholesome. I liked his Hot Wings episode. He's just a good guy, and not well. I assume he's a good guy, and also Knoxville. I like him. He's got a charming face. And Jeff Tremaine. Jeff Tremaine. Yeah, he's one of them. I'm looking forward to that other guy getting eaten by a bear. It's going to be the cinema experience that, of the decade. Which one's like, that? Um, Aaron. Yes. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm yeah, into it's it. Gonna be good. I'm down. I'm down. Mm. But you know what? We're not here to talk about that. <laughs> so sad that we're not. Because each week your hosts, Jack Gregson and Josh Pappenheim, discuss the entire filmography of Happy Madison Productions from 1999 to current day. He said Wait. it again. What? Because I said it at the beginning as well. Oh, it's twice. It's twice. That's twice. That's good. And um, and we're here. We're once again, we're talking. We're talking a movie. <sighs> We're talking a movie. We're talking a movie. We're talking a motion picture about motion pictures. We love them. They are always the best kinds of films. I like a few. We've had this conversation before. Have we had it on here? Yeah, I think we talked about it probably on Funny People. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably true. But I, I think like, we should uh, rehash it at some I point. Like, I like Bowfinger. Yeah, Bowfinger's nice. Um... Uh, tell, you know films, tell me some more <laughs> Tell me some more films about making films What about films. that one where Alec Baldwin is an FBI agent And he's getting Matthew Broderick to make a movie War Games No um, The Last Shot Oh, never heard of it Sounds yeah, good it's Not good. Um, uh, adaptation Yeah 
That it's, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember it being all right. Hail Caesar. Yeah, not not a fave, but it Do was fine. Do you not fine. like Hail Caesar? No, I think maybe I need to see it again. I like Hail Caesar. It's weird. <laughs> it's uh, weird. I remember tro- being real gassed for it about the uh, the Channing Tatum dancing scene. Yeah, I think people maybe just went too much in the trailer. Well, it's a film that you can't really trailer. Yeah, that's true. Tropic Thunder, I know you're a big Tropic Thunder fan. <laughs> Love Tropic Thunder. Um, oh, is that the film you were... Because I said I liked it. And what? you were like, you can't... Earlier off mic... No, listeners. that's not, because I like Tropic oh. Thunder. Okay. Um, I think I like it. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Uh, which is know. like, what if... Um, what if uh, Freddy Krueger attacked the people who made Friday the 13th? Fuck. That's Have you ever really seen right. that? No, it sounds good. It's alright, you know? <laughs> I don't mind Scream 3. Barton Fink? I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, what's that Big one that we liar? saw? Uh, I haven't seen it. The Player? That was quite fun. We didn't see The Player. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We saw Shortcuts. No, we saw the player. We never saw the player. We saw the player. I distinctly remember seeing the player. (laughs) You might have seen the player. Who would I have gone with? um, Rico. Who would I have gone with? If it's not... It was you. It wasn't me. Have you not seen the player? Let me tell you. It's one thing me and Shaggy got in common. It wasn't me. But are you saying you haven't seen it? I've not seen it on the big screen. Who the fuck did I see the player with? If it's one of you <laughs> listening out there, I'm so sorry. Email in for a prize. Email in for a prize. Please tell me if you went to see the player at, at the screen. Truehatmad at gmail.com. Who the fuck would that be? I only have one friend I go to the cinema with, and it's you. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. You're a, big, you're a big fan of the artist? Oh, yeah, I like the artist. Or I liked it when I saw it. Singing in the Rain. Oh, I love that, yeah, obviously. Their Finest. Do you ever see Their Finest? Uh, no. Their Finest is a lovely movie. I'm sure it is. Who the- this is really going to torture me now. <laughs> it was you! It wasn't me. Fuck. <laughs> we went oh. to see Shortcuts together. That was the I know we've movie seen Shortcuts. we saw. I know we've seen Shortcuts. I'd like to see the player on the big screen. Who, who would I have gone with? Oh, no, this is a Mandela effect thing, isn't it? Maybe I've never seen the player. Did we, which did we see first? And this is going to be fascinating for listeners. Did we see <laughs> Shortcuts first or Southland Tales first? Um, I have a feeling it was Southland first. Those I can two find movies, out. Those two movies feel like, like two halves of one whole. Yeah, that's true. Southland Tales feels like shortcuts with, with a little bit extra. Mm. Shortcuts ran. No, shortcuts walked. So Southland Tales, so could, Southland run. Tales could run. That's how I'm feeling. God, I'm gonna. I'm fucked, man. That's wrecked me for like. That's gonna be weeks. That I'm going to be trying to work out. I'm looking to, up to see if you listed it on Ladderbox. I'm looking to see if you listed when you saw the player on Ladderbox. Of course it did, but I don't remember when. Yeah, but if you've listed it, you, it will sell you. 
But how do I... <laughs> Again, listeners. Hold I hope on. you're enjoying. How do I find it? How do I do it on the app? I'm doing it for you. Don't worry. Thank you. Wait, what other friends have I got? That have... February 9th, 2018. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like three days after my birthday. What was I doing that day? I think you were taking me to see the player. What have I got listed on February 9th, <laughs> 2018? I swear to fucking God, if it's the player, I'm going to cry. <laughs> it must be the player. It must be. Josh, you want to know what I was doing on the 9th of February 2018? What were you doing on the 9th of February 2018? I have no films logged for that time. No! <laughs> on the 8th, I went to see Everybody Wants Some. For what Who I did believe I see this with? Was uh, my fourth time watching that movie. Who the fuck would I have seen that with? Okay, all right, let's drop it. This has been like five minutes. <laughs> Do you think this is going to make it into the episode? No, I really we'll hope see. it doesn't. We'll see. Oh, God. <laughs> On the 4th of February, I rewatched Tropic Thunder. Ooh. Nice. Do you know what? I, I say leave in the bit where we realised that it wasn't you and I call for people if anyone's listening oh, yeah, and definitely. they were. I'm that, and that's a competition. You're going to have to <laughs> buy someone a copy of the player. Uh, I just want to know who it was. Who the fuck? Okay, right. Let's push past it. Let's push through. <laughs> um, oh, God. Well, we're talking about a film. <laughs> we are talking about a film. We're talking about a film about filmmaking. What's that film called, Jack? That film called Sandy Wexler. Sa- Sandy Wexler. <sighs> Josh, do you have an IMDb plot synopsis for... I do. I do. Sandy Wexler. Okay. <clears throat> two hours and ten minutes of Sandy Wexler. It's too long. We'll get to it. <clears throat> Should we end this episode with us singing There's No Business Like Show Business? Yeah, but only if we both do it in the voice. <clears throat> right. Sandy Wexler. Adam no, Sandler. No, no, <laughs> no. No, <clears throat> Sandy Wexler, Adam Sandler, is a talent no, manager. No, no, That's my voice! <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, it's going to be like this, is it? Sandy Wexler, Adam Sandler, is a talent manager working in Los Angeles in the 1990s, diligently representing a group of eccentric clients on the fringes of show business. His single-minded devotion is put to the test when he falls in love with his newest client, Courtney Clark, a tremendously talented singer whom he discovers at an amusement park. Over the course of a decade... The two of them play out a star-crossed love story, written by Netflix. Do you know what I could care less about? What? Fucking 90s. (laughs) Do you know what? I will say it. I was excited. No. Well, yeah. You laughed so much. I laughed a bit. Did you cry (laughs) at this one as well? No. I don't think so. You cried at the do-over, I wouldn't be surprised. I did cry, I did cry at the do-over. I didn't cry at this one. Um, I nearly cried at the do-over. It was close. It was a cusp. It was a single tear. Um, no, but I was excited that, you know what, for once, we had 90s needle drops instead of 80s needle drops. Yeah. You know, I'm up for it. 
it's I don't new. remember any of them. Do you not? I've got one as a note, <laughs> but we'll get to it. I was all too busy being invested in Courtney Clark's sound career. Her music was good. Yeah, it was all right. Well, believe it or not, Jennifer Hudson can sing. No, I didn't. <laughs> That's true. Grisab- of- Grisabella. Grisabella, the glamour cat. Do you have any stats? <laughs> I got stats coming out of my ats. Um, yeah, nice. This is uh, once again. We're, he's back. It's director Steve Brill. Oh, Brill, Ian. Ah, oh, nice. Um, <laughs> this is um, this won't be the last time we see him. Hey, but um, it's the last time we see him for a little bit. No, because um, this film's too good. This film. <laughs> um, this one stars Adam Sandler. Yay! Jennifer Hudson. Yay! Uh, Kevin James. Yeah. Your boy. <laughs> My boy KJ. Your boy Kevin James in oh. his uh, greatest role to date. Good God. Uh, Lamorne Morris from Yay. TV's New Girl and Game Night. Yay! And Colin Quinn. Oh, he's the comedian, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. This was released on the 7th of April, 2017. I remember it well. Because I went home to see my family on the day this was released and we watched it. (laughs) Release night. Uh, This uh, was made apparently on a budget of $24.3 million. Okay. You know what? Just these smaller budgets just call into question the larger budgets. Especially with this cast. Especially with this cast. I don't think they paid a lot of this cast. Do you think? I think they got them all in a room and were like, we have some food. Do you you think that's what it is? I do. Oh, that's probably Um, true. Obviously, no box office, but in cinemas, you could see at number one for the second week in a row... (gasps) Uh, Le Boss Bebe. <laughs> the Boss Baby! <laughs> oh, my son. Boss the Baby boss 2, baby. out this year. Oh, is no, it just the second one? The fam- what's it called? Like Family, family Business. business. What the if Family Business was, Boss what Baby. What was a Boss Baby again? But what if it was a woman? <laughs> Breaking the glass ceiling Girl of boss. children. Girl Boss Baby! <laughs> Why didn't they call it that? <laughs> um... Uh... No sequel for Sandy Wexler this year, though. Sad. Well, not yet. Um, uh, at number two, in its fourth week at the box office, you had Beauty and the Beast. Uh, uh, the live-action Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I believe one of the highest-grossing films of all time. With one of... Was that one of the, like... You know every... was it? Every three months, Disney announced that this is the first film that has an openly gay character. Yes. yes. That was one of the first ones, right? That was definitely one of the early ones. There was around a time where, like, everyone was sort of doing, like, Star Trek did it around that time as well, where they were just like, Sulu's gay, and the reason you know that is because he hugs someone when he gets off a spaceship. (laughs) It's real, like, yeah, by the way. Oh, and also Dumbledore was gay. Yeah, we all knew that, though. Yeah, we all knew that. That was obvious. obvious. It was in the text. (laughs) (laughs) Lemon Sherbet's. Um, Phoenix is. That's probably yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, I hate it. Um, 
at number three, you in its opening week, you could have gone seen Smurfs: The Lost Village. Yeah, that's good. What if um, the Smurfs were animated again? What if you gargled my mail? <laughs> Just gonna sit in that one for a moment. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, number number four, um, from director Zach Braff. <gasps> it's it's going in style. What's that? What if Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, and oh. uh, Alan Arkin teamed up to rob a bank? And then killed themselves. And I think Christopher Lloyd's in it. Oh, that's nice. You don't see him that much anymore. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised you haven't seen Going In Stars since I know you're a big um, Garden State fan. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. No? Hideous. Hideous, hideous. No, I'm not hideous. a Garden State fan. Oh, I, I love can, it, yeah. I, I love it. it. I love how it put off an entire generation of people from using uh, antidepressants for a while. And number five at the box office after its second week, it's um, uh, uh, Asian actress Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> uh, you can't bring that up now that she's the people's princess. I saw people tweeting about how it's nice to see Emma Stone and Scarlett Johansson as Asian actresses looking after themselves. <laughs> Oh, it's all just so hideous, isn't it? This guy, oh, the um, things that this the things that this industry does is just baffling. It's got a Rotten Tomato score of twenty seven percent. Oh what? Ghost in the Shell or Sandy no, Wexler? Sandy Wexler. Oh okay. Ghost in the Shell's yeah. probably similar. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I saw well, Ghost in here the we Shell. are. I remember you? nothing about it. Mm. Maybe it's been ghosted no out of your shell. That's shit. That's shit. Yeah, That's false you advertising. It, you think it's a ghost movie? <laughs> you think it? And um, it's got forty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so a little bit better than Sandy Wexler. Almost double. Almost, not quite. Not quite. Do you think that's deserved? Um, twenty-seven percent for Sandy Wexler. Yeah. Mm, I could go lower. <laughs> go lower. What did I give it? Yeah, fair enough. I don't think this is a good movie, Josh. Do you not? No. <laughs> Do you not? How strange. Huh? Oh, do, do I think, think it's is... a good movie? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, of course I don't. This was one of the harder ones to actually, like, watch. Yeah. Like, to actually just focus in on. Like, I imagine this, what me watching this was like you watching The Shortcut. Oh, what? Where you can't you can't really track it because you don't want to pay that much attention to what's happening. You just, just want to let it flow through you. There's so much happens in this one, Josh. So much. So much. So much happens in this one, and none of it is needed. None of it is relevant <laughs> to anything. Like we spend spend so much time with Sandy Wexler's ragtag team of clients. Yeah. And to the point where one gets introduced like two thirds of the way through the movie, yeah. and and like becomes like one. the becomes like the second lead of the film. Yeah, fucking Terry Crews. Fucking Terry Crews is what <laughs> bed bedtime bug. Bobby Barnes. Bedtime Bobby Barnes. 
just because they wanted some wrestling in it, isn't it? Surely. Is they it? Went, What's more like... 90s wrestling? I always think of wrestling still as like an 80s thing still. Do you? I guess early 90s. I got into wrestling in like the early 2000s. Probably like yeah. in 2000. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Well, it's like, it's like the Attitude Era, right? That's when most of us our age got into it. Raw, bro. Yeah, but like... Yeah, Raw was part of the Attitude Era, wasn't it? Smackdown. Yeah, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Wars, a racing battle, which had begun in 1995. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's carry on. Let's carry on. <laughs> Talk about the Attitude um, Era. So this movie starts mm. with interviews, talking head interviews, with people about Sandy Wexler. It's another When Harry Met Sally intro. I think it's more like... Do you ever see Sweet and Lowdown, the Woody Allen movie? Nope. It's very similar to the structure of that. Right. Where it's a fake... Um, Sean Penn plays like a jazz... Like, like a jazz musician that every jazz musician knows, but nobody like it's he's not a real character. He's a fictional. He's a fictional being. He's a fictional jazz. <laughs> he's a, he's a fi- he's real in the world of the movie, but fictional to the world of us. Yeah, I see. But I you see. have real people talking about him as if he was a legend. I see. And it's the film is interspersed with like talking heads of people throughout the whole thing. Okay, yeah. And I was just like, this is the exact same structure as that movie. They've just watched that and gone, Woody Allen's never done anything wrong. I quite like Sweet and Lowdown. Um, <laughs> Samantha Morton is very charming. Isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, my, my first note is like, it feels like a Woody Allen movie. Dot, dot, dot. Not a good one. Not a good well. <laughs> Not a good one, not a good sign. <laughs> um, and then I, I guess that Sandler had a Sandy Wexler in his life and then read that, yeah, Sandy Wexler is based on Sandler's real-life no. manager. No. Sandy Wernick. Fuck. Okay. Which... Is he in the film? I believe he does show up in the film. I, I can't remember when. Okay. I don't know who he plays in the movie. I noticed Stephen Brill showed up in it. Oh, did he? Yeah, at one point. He's like at um, uh, Quincy Jones' party. Oh, of course. Um, Sandy Wernick plays Peter Marvell. Peter Marvell. Oh, that's my favourite. So, he, he saves the Avengers. Okay, uh, he was also um, a jail guard in I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I'm looking up pictures of him. Yeah, he looks like a guy. He kind of looks like he could be Colin Quinn's dad. Right. Okay. Maybe he is. I don't think he is. No, probably not. But yeah, you look at an old picture of him. He, yeah, he's got the big glasses like Sandler does. <laughs> It's always a good sign. Oh yeah, I've got that picture up now. Yeah, um, Polly Shaw refers to him as um, as dad, or maybe 
No, I don't. Is that picture? Is that picture Polly Shaw's dad? Because that's I think that's not, Polly Shaw's dad. That's yeah. in no way is that the same person. No, it's not. In both those pictures. No. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I'm looking at that tweet now. I think it's his dad has died. Okay. This is what I read from Tan. He's just Wales, put every tweet has, a, has the same picture attached. He's done like a whole thread, and each one has the same, each picture, one has the same picture of Sandy Wernick and Polly Shaw's dad. No, Sandy Wernick is the one on the left. Definitely. Yeah. Sandy Wernick's the one on the left. Polly Shaw's dad is the one on the right. This is and good. Each, it's, good one. Visual, it's good visual for an audio. We'll, twi- we'll, we'll retweet Polly Shaw's tweet. Retweet Polly Shaw. Okay, perfect. Well, but yeah, Sandy Wernick, I guess it must have been like a big, larger than life character. Yeah. Except he's not. Like in the film, he's like what? He's distilled by just. He laughs and claps his hands, which becomes the <laughs> worst. The, becomes the worst running joke that we had in any of these movies. <laughs> Oh my god, I would have preferred this movie just to go into full-on like, homophobia than have another one of those jokes. I, really I hated liked, that. I liked how his laugh is kind of like, I don't know if you, you played, you're a big gamer. You played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I have. There's one character who, I can't remember what they are, I think they're a, they're a salesman in Hyrule Castle. And he just goes, of, of- <laughs> <laughs> and it just every time, okay, every time Sandy works there, I just remember. You know, it's one of those. It's one of those snippets of audio I have in my head from yeah. when I was like six, and it's just a guy going. Ha! I have that with the game uh, Banjo Kazooie. Whenever one of the villains would see you, it went. Ha-ha! Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, I hated that so much. <laughs> Why? I mean, I know why. Don't answer. It's just, uh, like, yeah, that's... What were the other distinguishing features of... Like, he lies. He lies. He's, he lies. He's overly positive. He he lies, but in, like, a positive way. It's not like... Well, not really, actually, because he is covering his ass a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, he lies. You know what? His lying is so inconsequential to that fucking movie. Absolutely. Because everyone just sees... Like, that's the thing, right? But that's, like, like, the thing he has to learn by the end of the movie is to not lie. Yeah, that's his thing. But the other thing is, like, every time we're shown him lying, it's to Courtney, who every time is just like, what? And kind of, like, sees through it. But are we meant to think that she's the only one who can see through his lies? Do you know what I mean? Apart from her and and spoilers, Weird Al. (laughs) Weird Al may be the best performance in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> nice to see you um, Is it? Um, I'd like... I mean, I like the idea of Weird Al more than I like him. What's your favourite Weird Al song? Oh, the... Um, the, uh, the... Is it the one that's a parody of another song? Yes! <laughs> it's that one. It's the one where he does the comedy lyrics. He does oh, the funny lyrics. Um, like, um, what is it? Like the Amish it? Paradise, that's nice. Eat like... It is good. Do you like the Star Wars one? Um, I don't. What's that one? That's the one that's um, American Pie, but it's all the plot of Episode One. Oh, that reminds me of I went and saw a one-man show once. Long time ago, in a galaxy far away, the Boo was under an attack. 
I went to the same one man show. Did you? What the one man Star Wars? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, of course. Did you but also I... go to one man Lord of the Rings? No. No? I, I saw one man Star Wars. No. It was enough. It wasn't at the same time. I saw it in Edinburgh. Mm. Um, it was fine from what I remember I would have been about 15 yeah I think (laughs) I was 16 and I took my yeah I was 16 (laughs) and I took my 11 year old brother at the time he's not 11 now because I you're older (laughs) I'm older and if he were 11 now he would not have been born when I was 16 fuck Oh, sad times. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, anyway, yeah, I like him. He reminds. Well, I. Mm, wait, who do you like? Oh, Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al. <laughs> but I think some of it is. You also like resi- your brother. I like my brother. I love my brother. And but it's, he's also. I have a, a similar feeling to Weird Al as I do to someone I remembered existed last week because I I watched Me. your favorite film, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar and I was suddenly reminded it's a very of, good movie it's fucking good man thank you for <laughs> pushing hard for me to watch it I showed it to my entire family they loved it um, but it reminded me of Richard Cheese who I had forgotten about <laughs> Richard largely. Cheese is good he's fucking good in that film he's also funnier good. than Weird Al <laughs> Oh yeah, he's way funnier than Widow. But well, apart from I got very sad. I tried. He, I saw he'd done a cover of Despacito, and I listened to it. and It's not very good. I don't. Oh. I don't. Is it is it bad that. because of reasons, or is it just not good? It's bad because of reasons. It's bad because he doesn't try and cover it. He just plays it on piano, and then when it comes to the when it comes to singing the words, he just sings the song. He just sings the word Spanish over and over again. Oh, okay. And it's about forty seconds long, and it's not very good. I was looking forward to him actually singing Desposito, you know? But what I'm saying is, I have the same level of goodwill towards Weird Al Yankovic as I do towards Richard Cheese, even though his output is n- not always great. Would you go to a Weird Al concert? No! I only go to one band concert. One band, <laughs> one band concert. concert. I only go to one band concert. There's only one band I go to concerts for anymore, and that's... Um... Fish fish <laughs> that's, that's the grateful dead that's uh yeah it's marky mark and the funky bunch who is it it's death grips there's others probably that i would go to is death grips a band yes <laughs> you know that video i sent you earlier that's a death grip song no it wasn't it was just the iron giant oh but with some screaming in the background oh, okay um, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of them. Have you not? Oh, no. they're my favourite. My favourite. I'll send you some stuff, man. You're going to hate it. No, please, please don't. <laughs> You're going to fucking hate it. Please um, don't. Is this music? But yeah, do you know what I mean? That's how I feel about Weird Al. Is Weird Al your favourite cameo in this? Um, <clears throat> no. There's a lot of ca- who can we who can we remember from the cameos? Oh, what off? from the from from the from the sandwich or from just throughout? From every, like, I'm going to list off some cameos. Yeah, Clay Aiken. <laughs> I don't know who that is. 
Clay Aiken was um, he was was he in O Town? O Town. Yeah. O Clay Aiken. What's O Town? He's a singer. He's American Idol. He, I believe he plays the replacement Swan. So I believe he cameos. What are you talking with... about? The replacement Swan. What's the replacement Swan? What Swan are we talking about? The what's... Swan that um uh what's it's... her name um, uh, that Jennifer Hudson played in the Ugly Duck. Oh. <laughs> so he's in the Weird Al scene. Oh, I see. I see. Because he yells at Weird Al, and I couldn't really figure out why they had an Ingram at each other. Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, everyone's really... angry and happy Sam, happy happy Sandler film, happy Madison films, are they? Jewel. Jewel. Oh, Jewel. Yeah. Not like vaping. Yeah, no. I get you. She's yep. in this. Okay. Uh, Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. Who are you? You're someone, right? He's um he is the lead vocalist for Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, Jason Priestley. From 90210. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have any strong feelings about any of these people so far. uh, Arsenio. Arsenio Hall. I'm aware of him. Arsenio Hall looked older in this than he did in Coming to America. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's the second one, right? I I haven't seen him. I've seen all the trailers and stuff, and he looked... Him and Murphy looked super good in it yeah. and I saw this and I'm like he's supposed to be his 90s peak, he's supposed to be his peak yeah. and he looks older than he is like four years later yeah well, that's how it happens isn't it that's what happens do you enjoy a Quincy Jones cameo yeah ladies and gentlemen <laughs> Mr. Quincy Jones Judd Apatow Janine yeah, Garofalo that's fine. yeah that's good I like Janine Garofalo Holly Shaw you fuck yeah no, you know what? No, I don't give it to him. <laughs> what do you mean? He doesn't do the yeah. weasel. He doesn't do the weasel! <laughs> what are you meant to do with a shore without a weasel? That's that. Apparently <laughs> Kevin Nealon was in this. I don't remember Kevin Nealon being in this. I don't remember that. I... Oh, no, I do remember Kevin Nealon. I remember Kevin Nealon, yes. Okay. He's in one bit right at the beginning. He's never shown again. Lorne Michaels opens the movie. Right. <laughs> And I think he, like, closes the movie. Right. <laughs> Do you need help on who Lorne Michaels is? Or? He's the guy. <laughs> is he SNL? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, the first line in the movie. Sandy he's, Wexler. He's like, oh, Sa- Sandy was kind of a guy. Oh, um, yeah. Dana oh, Carvey's there, Chris yeah, Rock, David Spade. I, d- I did think it was weird. I mean, it's nice that you've got some ex... Or current annex Happy Madison as in on the same sofa, but you just think that. But there's some some of these are really weird. Like, why is George Went doing that? I don't know who that is. George Went was from Cheers. Oh, him. Yeah. Um, Camby. That's not his name. Camby. George. No, I've searched up George Went and it. Went to George Went Hensley, who is a Pentecostal minister best known for popularizing the practice of snake handling. Like Mo. Yeah. How is, how is Went spelled? W E N D T. Oh. 
When... This is what happens if you miss out a D. Norm. That's his yeah. name. Can be. <laughs> Norm. Pen Gillette, who like says very little in this movie, and it's odd because Pen Gillette is like He's known for speaking a lot. He's the talking guy. Henry Winkler, of course. Yeah. Tony nice. Orlando. Vanilla Ice. Pendulette like is fucking tall. Isn't Pendulette stood next to Vanilla Ice? Yeah, because I thought Vanilla Ice was tall, but fuck me. Um, how tall is Vanilla Ice? Vanilla Ice is six foot on the button, pretty much. Maybe six foot one. Pendulette is two meters tall. What do, I, you, what do you want to do with that? <laughs> it's just, it's just how was, high. How is that, what is that in feet? It's high, isn't it? What's that in feet? Uh, I'm not on the metric system. Are you not? No. Uh, it's... Well, it says six foot five, but that's not true. What do you mean that's not true? Because that's not true. Feet feet and inches. That sounds about right. No, Six foot five true. is very tall, Josh. But I have been six foot five in my past. I'm six foot two. Are you? Yeah. Oh, what? Um... Three inches no, it's taller six, than me is it's, a lot. It's six point five inches. So I mean six six point five feet. So that's not six foot five. That's six foot seven. Right? Okay. So he's six foot seven. Nobody calls it six point five. Well, fucking Google does. <laughs> but you can tell me look, if I put in two point zero eight meters, it's going to No, that's <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> um, it's gone wrong. He's very tall. Jimmy Kimmel, Conan O'Brien, Louis Anderson. I don't think says anything. Um, uh, Jay Leno. Yeah. Oh yeah, Louis Anderson's there, looking. Um, yeah. Old. Old. <laughs> um, yeah. Lisa Loeb. Yeah. It's a whole cast of characters who I am pretty sure they were just like, if you come, we will give you a lot of food. Yeah, yeah. That's probably true. And probably did it in, like, in New York and LA, because I don't think you would have got all these people to fly to one place. No. How do you feel, like, how... So you're Chris Rock, you're Dana Carvey, you're David Spade. I'm all three of these people. Yeah. How do you feel... <laughs> Being Happy Madison people, being asked, do you want to be in my new movie? Oh, cool. What's what's the role? Is it a major character? No. You play yourselves and you just talk about how great the character is at a certain point. And before that, you just you'd say probably, how we shit. You'd probably just be like, yeah, that's what we usually do. Yeah, fair enough. But I mean, like, there's other there's other Happy Madison stalwarts. I'd be, I think it'd be this. weirder for, like, people who aren't usually in these movies to come and do that. Yeah, no, but what I mean is, so you've got Kevin James is in the film, like, as a real character. Yes. You know? Like, would but you Kevin feel James like... is probably getting a real paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would what I'm saying is, would you feel like you were Happy Madison B team if you were just one no. of the ones being called in just to do, like, a talking head thing? No, I don't think so. Okay. I would. I'd... I don't think you would. I think you'd just be like, oh yeah, I don't want to spend time making this shitty movie, but I'll come have lunch one day. See my friends. Yeah, fair enough. That's a good way of living. 
that's the difference between us. <laughs> I, I would be offended. Watch, watch Pen Gillette stand next to Vanilla Ice for a bit. A pairing <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see. <laughs> but it's one that makes sense, isn't it? When you think about it. The weirdest one, I was just like, I was just like, Janine Garofalo. I know they, mm. like, she, she she's in Funny People, technically, because there's, like, video footage of her laughing at young Sandler being like, oh, the roast beef is not very good! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about that while watching this movie and thinking about how funny the roast beef thing was and how <laughs> unfunny this movie was. It is very good. So, yeah, so, did you laugh at all? I don't think I did. Wait. Whoa. Um, The funniest joke so far is Sandler getting a static shock from wearing his socks. That's the funniest carpet. joke. That's the funniest joke the in funniest the movie. That's the funniest joke. Uh, it's not... Right. I'm delineating. <laughs> so, we'll get to it later, but I'm delineating my laughs. So, um... Yeah, I've only How got... many laughs did you have? 13. 1.25. But it's more, but we'll get to that later. So it's 1. 1. 1.25 Is laughs. it because one of the... Is it because your laugh makes it into your MVP? Yeah. Okay. 1.2 laughs. Um, one laugh, I think you could see this coming if you saw this scene, which you did. One laugh happens oh. quite early in the film. You fall over. <laughs> someone, someone, someone falls over. It's a, the scene at the beginning where it's revealed that Nick Swardson is one of Sandy Wexler's first clients and he's getting scared and he's going to do it, it. If it's the fucking bird. <laughs> if it's the fucking bird. One of my notes is like, that could have been a lot funnier. And then they do it again. Yeah, the second time, the second again, time, it's a bat. They do it again so long after the first time they did it that it's not even a callback anymore. Yeah, you've forgotten it, and you go, "Oh yeah." No, you were just like, "Oh yeah, this wasn't funny the first time." Well, I beg to disagree, Jack, because that was one of the funniest things. <laughs> I think I tell you what, I tell you what the laugh was, Jack. He's jumping over the things, mm-hmm. and then he's already scared that he's mm-hmm. not going to be able to make it. What? Oh, no, I watched it. And then, yeah, but it's for the listeners. So, and then he's halfway across and he's like, oh, things are going well. And then he just goes, I think it was him screaming like, what? As the bird flies into him. And I went, because, I don't know what it is. Every time I sit down to watch one of these films, I I kind of know it's going to be terrible, but I forget what universe we're in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I forget what you world uh, you can't sell me on this no 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 i'm not trying to sell you i'm t- i'm t- like but i forget what world i'm in and it's just little thing cuz i i'm yeah i'm giving myself up for it to be terrible but i'm unsure of how terrible it's going to be and then a moment like that just drags you back and goes like oh it's an angry animal attack yes of course i'm in safe hands this is happy madison it's going to be this kind of terrible of course this is what they think is funny and you know what it fucking is it fucking is it's good getting attacked by a bird i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it deeply um yeah so many funny things you could do with a shit stuntman 
and to yeah. just have a bird fly into him. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've and seen not even words. make like a fucking joke like about oh, what's the guy's name who got hit by a bird on a roller coaster. <laughs> what? What was that? is it? Yanni, Fabio, Fabio, Fabio got hit by a bird on a roller coaster. Fabio, as in the musician? No. As Who? in like, he was like famous for being handsome. Oh, Fabio! Sorry, I was thinking Falco. I think it was to do with the bird thing. Fabio bird. It has been twenty years since Fabio killed a goose with his face on a roller coaster. Wow, it like properly fucked up his face. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, all like the people behind him. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, nice one, Fabio. <laughs> but like, that's it. Like, you'd feel like, because they're doing this whole 90s thing, you'd think there'd be like a reference to that. But no. Maybe. It's just, it's just Nick Swartzen gets hit by a bird. It's good stuff. Is that the funniest you found Nick Swartzen? Uh, yes. And wow. I have another quarter of a laugh. <sighs> and it's... <laughs> it's one... It's one I don't feel good about. And I don't think it's a good joke. Again, I think it was kind of a shocked joke. You you had a lot of problems with me finding jokes um, in uh, Ridiculous 6 funny. So let's, let's hear what this is. Okay. So, <laughs> listeners, Kevin Kevin James... You know the man, you know the myth, you know the legend. Kevin James. In this film, he's playing a puppet master, or a ventriloquist. Mm. He has four puppets. We're on dangerous ground already. <laughs> <laughs> he has four puppets. And anyway, he's... What ethnicities are those puppets, Josh? This isn't where I'm going with this. So what ethnicities this are those puppets? Where I'm going with this. But well, what are they? One's Italian-American. Mm-hmm. One's black. <laughs> one is black. One is black. Does he do a That's voice? That's the one you laughed at. Yes, he did. No, I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> Fucking hell, no, I didn't laugh at that. That was abhorrent. Like, why? In 2017, I mean, at any time, but just doing, having a black puppet and doing the voice, like, Kevin. Was the Cleveland show on TV at the time? One of the biggest shows of a white guy playing a black man on TV? Yeah, I guess that's... It's fine. It's all right. No, it's not. F- well, yeah, <laughs> it gets away with it. Yeah, it does, but that's because all people who like Seth MacFarlane are fucking morons. <laughs> like this, just fact. Um, anyway, Kevin James, he's a ventriloquist, and he has a hard time. He's not getting enough gigs. And well, um, what other ethnicities are his puppets? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember Italian American. I think one is like Afro American, Latino. A one's Latino. Oh, I didn't even pick that up. Oh, God. I think that's the woman. Carry on. What's so funny about these racist puppets, Josh? No, it's not to do with the racist puppets. <laughs> I'm just giving you a background on Kevin James's character. But anyway, he gets a big break to be on a network television show when Mr. Buttons, who is a... He is... He is a... Um, he's a television clown. Mm-hmm. Mr. Buttons, played by um, Chris something. What's his name? Chris, I don't know. Chris. I bet it's not. Chris Elliott. Is it Chris? I don't remember Chris Elliott being in this movie at all. It's because he's under clown makeup. 
he play Chris Elliott plays Mr. Buttons. And um we only see Mr. Buttons in one scene. He he is hinted at throughout the film as being like a big presence. Um but we only see him. He's writing a note to the children saying, Keep the laughter up and then he goes off screen and then he hangs himself. And, if you uh, fucking laughed, Josh at the fucking puppets also <laughs> to be fair to me <clears throat> no not to be fair to you no okay there's no being fair well what's, what's what's fair to you i was just gonna say yes that got a quarter of a laugh but i did write at the end good god because i know that it's not a good joke and it shouldn't be included so again, I feel like part it was a shock laugh. It what it isn't something that I think is like funny. Oh my god! Yeah, but that got me. That got like not in a. You think that's funnier than him getting a static sock? Or his socks on the carpet? It's the best joke in the movie. <laughs> the best joke. Oh god. It's all bad. And I mean, especially when, when Mr. I just realised who Sandy Wernick is in this movie. Who? He is um, the comatose husband of Jane Seymour. Oh! Yes, good. Good, good, good. That's good. That's all good. Um, Who does he that... try and choke out at the end? Um, someone. Some. Minor celebrity. Some minor celebrity, yeah. Um, Might be Colin Quinn. Oh, it could be Colin. No, because Colin Quinn's up on stage. That's right. And plus, he's not a real... Like, it's a real celebrity that he tries to choke out, right? I think it might be. Whereas Colin Quinn is a... He's just a... He's a character. Um, Do you know what the second best joke in this movie is? What's the second? Is it when all the puppets hang themselves? No, it's not. (laughs) It's, um... It's when Colin Quinn is watching Paul Reiser mm. host the Grammys and Jenna Hudson comes in. She's like, oh, you should have done this. Uh, Paul Reiser's usually good, but the jokes he's telling tonight are crap. Yeah. And it's you've, we know that Colin Quinn has written, written Paul Reiser's jokes. jokes. That's an okay structured joke. Yeah, it's good. It's not very funny. It's not quite as good as the static shock on the socks. <laughs> Which itself isn't as good as some puppets hanging on No, 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 it's better than that. Yeah. Do you know That's what's even best. worse? What's even worse than that joke is Kevin James's reaction through one of his puppets straight afterwards is um, they learn about Mr. Buttons having killed himself and one of the puppets, Kevin James is one of the puppets, screams, he took the coward's way out. Uh-huh. Hideous. Hideous and hateful. Did you like the scene where Kevin James performed Adam Sandler like he was a puppet? Yeah, that was very good. (laughs) That was enjoyable. Sort of. It's funny because that's what Adam Sandler usually does to Kevin James. KJ. Um, Yeah. This is so hard to talk about because, again, yeah, like, so the main thrust of this movie is that Sandy. I can't tell if we're supposed to like Sandy or not. Obviously we are. But, like, 
How so? <laughs> because he's written a whole fucking movie about. It. He's not no, like but an like, like, but like, but like. Sandy isn't engaging. Sandy isn't interesting. No. Sandy isn't delightful. No. <laughs> like. No, he's none of these things. You're right. It, it's a bit like Little Nicky in that sense. Mm, hideously annoying voice. Yeah. Really weird. Little Nicky is probably more likable than Sandy Wexler. Because at least like Little Nicky had his sort of like backstory. He has a backstory and he's trying to, to accomplish something is. good. I suppose Sandy is, in a way. He's not that's the one thing I will say. He's not like malicious. He's not He's not but he's not interesting. He's not interesting, no. But that, he's like he's only interesting because we're told he's interesting. He's only likable because we have people telling us how likable he is. Yeah. But that's all of these films, isn't it? Like, how many films have we sat through now where... But this is the first one we've had, like, a whole slew of cameos just be like, this guy, he's the best. He does the laugh and the clap. Um, one of my notes was like, maybe a better movie would have just been getting all these cameos in to talk about this guy... And then basing the ca- the character off, like, what they improvised. Oh, shit, that'd be fun. Like, if they just said, like, stuff about him. Like a, and you just like had really to go and make that movie. Yeah, yeah, essentially. That'd be really that would have been fun. That's fun. Let's make that movie. <laughs> I don't know what it is. If they were just, like... He just has this... If it, they made up, like, the laugh and the clap... I mean, I'm honestly, guessing... I think that's how they come up with films in the Happy Madison universe. <laughs> they just sit and they go, what if what if there was a fat guy and he's a bit weird and he has a strange bowl cut, but what and what if he's like a massive loser and has a weird voice? Why are you and talking about teeth. me? And, bu- <laughs> <laughs> up. and buck teeth. But what if his parents were porn stars and he decided to go off and make his fortune? Like, that is how they come up with characters. <laughs> Apart from in this one where they've just... Well, Adam I don't think it is that. I think I think like Nick Swardson probably has been doing that character for a while, Do and then think... he's like, "What if we made a movie? What if <laughs> I was a zookeeper who could hear voices of what if, animals? What if what if Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> what if a Bigelow could Deuce? Um, but yeah, those yeah. we we follow around Sandy and his like ragtag group of. Clients. Also, mm. once again, what I thought was going to be the biggest role we saw for Jackie Sandler in uh, Pixels, because she was in two scenes. She's a proper supporting character she in this one. Really is, isn't it? Along with um, the kids. What are their names? Sammy and Dave. Dave. What <laughs> um, are their names? We should know this by now. Is, this, is one of them called Sandy? I f- um. Yeah, um. What they have Sandy names. Sandy Sandler Sandy Sand Sand um, Sadie Sadie and Sunny Sadie and Sunny Sandler um good <laughs> yeah they're in it yeah but like yeah Jackie Sandler plays one of his one of his uh clients which is a role i felt like was calling out for like a 90s sort of comeback person yeah what someone who 
you know is going to hit big. Like Jenna Elfman. I don't know who that is. I know we Literally were talking about them earlier, but I know we were talking about them earlier, but I don't know who they are. She was Dharma in TV's Dharma and Greg. Oh, dear. yeah, Dharma in TV's Dharma and Greg, of course. <laughs> yes. Of course. She was of course, um, of course. the second lead of Looney Tunes back in action after Brendan oh, Fraser. Oh, good, good, good. Well, that, yeah, that's true. It is a big role, but it kind of brings me on to something that I really hated about this film, which is the... Um, the 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 repeated joke of the like this will age badly things you know the one like that a, jumps to mind is um who is it the when Lamont Morris is like oh there's OJ yep 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 Phil Spector Phil Spector someone else someone Robert else. Blake Robert Blake yes Who's Robert Blake? He is also, he's an actor who I believe turned out to be a murderer. Um, oh. Uh, and doesn't he he say, like, oh, those three, they're great. I call them the killers. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls them the killers. Or, like, the hit squad or something. Yeah, like something like that. And then he says, the juice is loose. Yeah. Something, something. You look like you're going to kill somebody. Something like that. It's something along those lines. It's very well written. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's that, or there's another bit where Sandy Wexler is giving advice to someone on what stocks to buy, and he's like, put it all in local bookstores. Or there's another bit where... Uh, He's like, oh, coffee shops, that won't go well. Yeah, coffee shops won't go well. There's another bit where he talks about Blockbuster being... Blockbuster being, but it would last longer than music. Yeah, is he talking about... He's talking to (laughs) Milo He's talking to Milo. He's talking to Milo! (laughs) I love Happy that Milo to, when, As soon as I heard Milo's voice, I perked up. I know. He's such a beautiful boy, and he's so nice to look at. He's and America's to to. dad. He's America's dad. He's America's sweetheart. I love him. He's America's dead dad. <sighs> That's true. Well, I don't know. I haven't got that far through, but I assume he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, of course. Um... Yeah, I kind of, I just hate it. I mean, I know, like, that's what this is, you know? Yeah. Oh, the, another one, Sandy telling Courtney not to take a role in Toy Story. Yeah. He, he says cartoons are over. Cartoons are over. Lol, 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 lol. Do you think that's a reference to... Um... Eight Crazy Nights? No, no. Have we talked about this before, haven't we, that like uh, Sandler was the original choice who Pixar wanted to play the voice of Bullseye, the horse from Toy Story 2? Oh, shit. No, I don't think He was we? originally going to have a voice, and it was going to be Adam Sandler. Whoa. And, of course, so we talked as well, like, originally, Remy the Rat was played by Rob Schneider. Yeah, I remember before, that one. Before Brad Bird came in and took over. And was like, no, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> Oh, um, can you imagine? When the film was just called Rats. <laughs> Rats. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I've seen Willards. That should have been called cats. Rats. I've seen Cats. <laughs> you got to see Rats. <laughs> see Rats. Fuck. But do you think, God. like, do you think, like, that was? Do you think Sandler has like a bit of a grudge against? Pixar because he didn't end up being the voice of uh, Bullseye. And oh, you, 
And that's his like will. shot at them in this movie. What do you think the point? Like, what do you think the pay structure is on a Pixar film? Like, are you getting a, are you getting a flat fee or are you getting points? I think it depends on who you are. Do you reckon Sam will get Hanks, points? Do you think Hanks doesn't get a good pay? Yeah, he gets points. Him and Tim Allen must, right? I don't know Allen so much because, like, at least not on Toy Story Four, because like Hanks is the star of Toy Story Four. Buzz yeah. is kind of like second string in Toy Story Four. Yeah, he's nothing really, is he? Same for like Jesse. Um... Yeah, um, but you know, prime, prime Toy Story. When when Toy Story was like a proper two hander. Well, like the first one, you know, nobody knows. Probably nobody knew what they had on their hands. Yeah, I imagine two. I imagine three. those movies. I I vaguely remember like those names being like quite widely talked about when those movies came out. Like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, which wasn't always the case with animated movies. No, and like that was the big thing that Robin Williams had a problem with. Aladdin. Oh, with Aladdin, because yeah. Because he didn't want his name to be involved, and then they put his name everywhere. And um, he got angry. He got angry. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Well, and like people say, like Dis- Disney would never break contract negotiations with Scully Hansen. <laughs> mm. They have no history of doing that. No. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah, yeah. Well, Maybe if Sandler it, was going to get points, then yeah, I'd get upset. But if not, you're not going to get paid that much for Toy Story Two, are you? Yeah, but you, it's a nice thing to be a part of. It's a nice thing to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> this is my ruthless capitalism. He goes off and does eight crazy nights instead. I'm like fuck you, I can do this too. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Must be shit, actually. If you like, we're thinking we want you to be the voice of this character. Actually, no, we've changed our minds. The character is a mute. Yeah, it's never gonna speak. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you're missing another good cameo, I think. Am I? No, I think about it. Yeah, I think you're forgetting about Rikishi. I am thinking you're forgetting about Rikishi. Was that actually Rikishi? Yeah, that's Rikishi. Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent, which is exciting. As soon as, because I was like, I've, I I have seen this film before. I have never seen I, this film before. This is a first time watch. Oh, it's worse. Is it? No. It's not a good I've movie seen, to watch. I've seen four hours twenty of this film now. Like that is it? Like why is it so? Like what is in there? It takes so long. It's such a boring romance. Yeah, it is. It's another one of these movies where, like, Sandler is the lead, and you see nothing of what the female lead sees in him. Yeah. Oh, do do I, you? No, I don't see. Anything. You fall in love with Sandy during this, Sandy I assume. <laughs> no, obviously, like everyone, you fall in love with Courtney, but like, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. All that it is is like, he, he was there, right? Yeah, like, which is so it. boring. And usually so when that happens in a movie, you are focusing on the other person, not the person who was there. You're focusing yeah. on the Courtney character. 
Like, yeah, yeah, the scene yeah. where suddenly we go to her and she's, like, drunk in a bar. I was yeah. just like, when did this happen? Well, she's, she's sad because she can't be with her wax man. <laughs> so, at her, one point... she oh, calls him at one point? What she calls him? Are we going to say... What? Huh? What does she call she, him? She, she calls him the sad man. The sad man. <laughs> she calls him the sad man. <laughs> um, I had that written down. I was like, Jack! She calls him Sandman. Were you excited uh, for the return of uh, Eugenio Derbez? I was extremely. He came back. Is he the one who's dancing in the vid- in the MTV Unplugged? She does. I don't know. He's her boyfriend after the Grammys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah, I recognised it. Yeah, at the Grammys. But then there's a. She's in that MTV Unplugged video. That Sandy is watching and like he's like oh how shit because she's left him as a client at this point. I don't think it is him, you know. Do you not? No. Okay. Could be anyone. <laughs> I I mean I also forgot the Rob Reiner cameos in this movie. First say, time yeah. we've had Rob Reiner since um, Dicky Roberts, I believe. He really picks the good ones, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Let's he picks the ones that are about Hollywood, Josh. Oh, he just fucking loves that, doesn't he? So, what's Rob Reiner up to at this time? <laughs> I mean, the same. Let's check in with Rob Reiner. Well, you know what? Like, Rob Reiner... He's just directed Shock and Awe. But acting-wise, <clears throat> he he is um he's a few years off doing what I thought is a really fun performance in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Playing Leo DiCaprio's dad. Dad. It is good. <laughs> he is good. He is good in that movie. He's good. <laughs> you know, that's four years ago. It's four years ago. And now he's in. <laughs> well, that's, so, yeah, he's, he'd also, you know, he, he just also d- directed and appeared in And So It Goes. Well, what's that one again? That's the one where Diane Keaton and Michael Douglas are like, oh, maybe. What? Maybe. How is this a film? Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> but then they fuck, right? Maybe. And so it goes. Oh, I hate that. That sounds. Do you know what? Pair that. You know, this is the. This is the. I'm gonna kill myself. Double bill. Is you watch. And so it goes. And then you watch like whatever works back to back. You got the axe to grind with um, Woody Allen now. <laughs> Oh, who could possibly? <laughs> uh, Rob Reiner had also been appearing in um, New Girl as uh, Zoe Deschanel's oh, dad. Okay. I know you love sitcoms. I do. And he was I've in heard a... New Girl's good. He was in it's When just... We Rise. The Dustin Lance Black uh, drama about LGBT rights. That sounds good. Yeah, I never saw it. I don't think I ever heard anyone talk about it. Um, <laughs> it's the type uh, of thing that Rob Reiner would be in. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, we haven't really talked um, that much about Jennifer Hudson. I mean, Jennifer Hudson is a very likable screen presence. She really is. Which is actually quite surprising, considering like she came from American Idol. Did she? Yeah. I don't know anything about the genus the genus of Jennifer Hudson. So Jennifer Hudson, I believe, was like the runner up on American Idol. Wow. 
she, um, I mean, she was behind, um, who did she lose to? She didn't lose to anyone. She was chosen at the Jellicle Ball, and then she ascended, and then this is the new life which like, she no, was the, reborn uh, into. I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she auditioned for the third season, and, um, at the time, I believe she was working at Burger King. Ooh. Oh, I like Burger Ooh. King. I like Burger King. No, I don't. It's horrible. Um, she was a finalist, and she lost to... I will find... She placed seventh. Oh, seventh. Seventh. That's not as good as I thought. No, it's quite low. Who won? Ryan Seacrest. No, Ryan Seacrest is the host. <laughs> Uh, Fantasia Barino, who I believe I only know because she is in one episode of The Simpsons. Wow. <laughs> uh, she was in um, a TV movie called The Fantasia Barino Story, Life is Not a Fairy Tale. Okay. The same year that Jennifer Hudson won her Oscar for Dreamgirls. Fuck. <laughs> um... I was going to say, like, I remember Dreamgirls coming out. I, I thought I was younger when Dreamgirls came out. I thought I thought that was like, I thought Jennifer Hudson was just like, you know, an actor who could also sing and Dreamgirls was her big break. But no, it was the, I mean, like. It was her literally her big break. Like, obviously it was her big break, but like, you know, what? she was, she had this before, you know. American Idol. Yeah, I mean, it's not big, but you know, it's. Well, it was a it's big thing. Like that's how people knew who she was. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you, it's similar to Les Mis with like Anne Hathaway getting like the Oscar for singing "I Dream the Dream." You get, and I'm telling you, I'm not going in Dreamgirls. It's the big song. It's the thing that that whole like show is sort of known for. Right. And you have to cast someone. Like when they were gonna make Dreamgirls in the eighties, mm. it was gonna be Whitney Houston, mm. and um, it ran to problems when because uh, Whitney Houston was gonna play the role that Beyonce ended up playing, but right. Whitney also wanted to sing. And I'm telling you, I'm not going, which is not that character's song. <laughs> um, it doesn't really work if that character sings that song. I see. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so. But but I'm like sure. no, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. Okay. And um, why not? Because it's a different character. Suddenly, the yeah, main... no, I know, but like, why? Why? Like why? Because one character is being told to leave, and the other character is telling them to leave. Right, I see. And, I if, see. You, and if you tell someone to leave and then sing, and I'm telling you, I'm not going. It doesn't make much sense. It depends. Unless they like changed it so that that character was to it. it, it I reckon work. James McAvoy could do it. <laughs> He's your favorite actor. Yeah, fuck him. That's a split <laughs> reference, people. Um. Yes, it was. It was weird that um, when Houston wanted to do that, but yeah. So that, but yeah, the reason she wants to sing that song is because it is the big song, and it is it's the show-stopping number from the film and the show. And I yeah, I remember going to see Dream Girls 
mad thing on Dreamgirls, like Jennifer Hudson, her name is not like above the titles on the on the Dreamgirls poster. Is it not? The three names above the title: Jamie Foxx, Beyonce Knowles, and Eddie Murphy. Wow. <laughs> Murphy also very good in Dreamgirls. Um, but it, yeah, like because people didn't know who Jennifer Hudson was at the time. No. Um, but but like, she was definitely like the breakout star of it, right? Oh, 100%. I rem- there's, the credits for Dreamgirls are done like um, bowels. For, um, like bowels? Bowels. Bowing at the oh, end of a space show. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, They're full of shit. Not that like, everybody comes out, but like there is the bit where it gets to Jennifer Hudson's credit... The music fucking swells, (laughs) and like it's basically like like waiting for you to like applaud her coming out. I think I saw it at the BFI at a preview, and I believe people did applaud Jennifer Hudson's credit. I haven't seen Dreamgirls in a while. It's a good film. No, Um, I haven't seen Cats in a while. (laughs) Um, Well, that's That's kind of why she's cast in Cats. Um, because they just want her to do that again. Oh, absolutely. And, uh... My favourite headline I saw over... I feel like it was, like, over the weekend of Jennifer Hudson saying that she had no idea they were going to put cat ears and tail on her. (laughs) Which... Sure. Sure. I'm just looking at Jennifer Hudson's career. It is... It is weird. (laughs) Because she goes from Dream Girls... I guess he makes a sort of logical transition to being like a supporting role in the Sex and the City movie. She plays Carrie's assistant. Oh, I don't remember that. She's in uh, The Secret Life of Bees. <laughs> She's She plays Winnie oh, yeah, Mandela the in the movie. Winnie Mandela movie that nobody saw. Oh, God, I didn't even know about that. With Terrence Howard as Nelson Mandela. Having looked up The Secret Life of Bees actually looks quite nice. Yes. I don't know why I thought of it being like a (laughs) B-movie. She has a really strange supporting role in The Free Stooges. What? (laughs) We'll get that when we do Truly Happily Farrelly. Okay. Oh, Will Sasso's in it. The Free Stooges is weirdly... I, I can't say it's good, but I also, like, there are things I like about the Three Stooges movie. I like the main three. Do you know who the Three Stooges are, Josh? You, I feel like you're like, you've never heard of the Three Stooges before. I have heard of them, I've never watched it. <laughs> I like I've them. Never heard, I've never I just, watched the film. I just feel like you've just seen a picture of them and you're just like, <laughs> I like these guys, I like I their like vibe. People. <laughs> if you like that, you... I just saw you from across the bar. I like your vibe, Three Stooges. <laughs> no, like, Genuinely, I, that is, feels like a plot that could happen in the Three Stooges movie. <laughs> Fuck. I like... I like. What I'm saying is I like the three actors who were appearing in the Three Stooges. <laughs> You're a big Chris Diamantopoulos fan. I genuinely am. I think he's quite fun to watch. He's the voice of Mickey Mouse now. Is he? Yeah, he is. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I like him in Silicon Valley. I like him in... um. There's something he shows up in. Oh, Community. I know you hate that, but he shows up at that. I don't hate it, it's just point. not very good. <laughs> yeah. I, I look forward to our episode on the Free Stooges one day. Okay. Um, She's in The Inevitable Defeat of Mr. and Pete. 
what? which was a film I think that was I think it played at Sundance and was supposed to be a bit of a hit and then didn't really go anywhere. Oh, that's sad. Uh, Again, it looks good. Let down by a title. <laughs> it's just a bad title. Mm. Reminds me of like me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Mm. She has the Spike Lee movie, Chirac, which is sort of before Spike Lee has his comeback. Right, okay. Um, sort of the beginning of his comeback, but still not one that's always talked about. And then Good she's got there. Sandy Wexler. <laughs> and after that, she's got Cats, and now she's playing Aretha Franklin in Respect. She's yeah, her career is a bit all over the place. I'd say you're missing out her stint on uh, in 2017 Anton Deck Saturday Night Takeaway. Uh huh. I mean, she's in one episode, yeah. Yeah, her stint. Her stint. She's guest performer. She's a coach on The Voice UK. She was also on the Hairspray Live, which feels quite like I feel like yeah, her and. Queen Latifah's career can kind of mirror each other. Because mm-hmm. um, she has the same role that Queen Latifah played in Hairspray. Oh. Um, okay. I feel like at some point someone might have been like, what if Queen Latifah was Grisabella? Holy shit. <laughs> um, I'd like to see it. I She's... think they should make a Cats movie every year. <laughs> like, just swap in some new talent. Be like, fuck, it worked last time. Mm. <laughs> a new Skimble Shanks for a new age. Mm. We'll get to it when we do Truly Happily Hooper. Oh, God. <laughs> do you think people are really looking out for our views on the damned United? <laughs> People can't like, wait to I hear. Like the damned United, of people can't do. wait to hear us talk about the Danish girl. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Hideous. Um, yeah. She, like so, Hudson in this. She doesn't quite fall into the role of like generic brunette Sandler wife. No. But she's not far off. The only thing different in this is like she has agency because she has a career. Yeah, she's a singer. She's a fucking like those songs that they write for her in this. I don't know if they're originals or covers, but they are good. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like that first one that she gets big with, like is a fucking bop. I can't remember what it's the called. butterfly song. Is that it? It does have like five or six different plot strands within the song, which. Is confusing. It but... is the butterfly song because that's the one they're recording in a scene that I can imagine you find very funny, where um, Jared no. Sandler Watch. keeps forgetting to press record on the uh, on the demo tape. Yeah, that is good. No, I didn't laugh. I, didn't I can laugh see you being like, oh, oh, no. oh, he forgot to press it again. No, I think my the worst thing in that is like we can see him not pressing it. I know it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> no, my note from that scene is literally this studio scene is going on forever. The second st- studio scene where he keeps leaning on the light switch is also going on forever. <laughs> they just can't stay out of studios and scenes that go on for fucking ever. I mean, to be, like, I just feel like. Sandler knows the real Sandy Wernick. 
and yeah. probably is like, oh, I've had a few laughs with this guy. Yeah. I've been in a few situations where things have been funny. And I genuinely don't think this film could be funny to anyone who doesn't know the real Sandy. This is the thing. It reminded me so much of... Do you remember our episode? I can't remember what... I think it was Grown Ups 1. I think it's Grown Ups 1, where the end of that film over the credits... The song about his dad. The Stan the Man song. Right? Yeah. Where it's not funny... It's not heartwarming. It's just indulgent. You know what? And I get it if you're an artist and you have the opportunity to pay tribute to a loved one who is no longer with you. You kind of want to do it, right? But it doesn't... It's not there for... You know, it's not there for the audience. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just there for them. That is what this whole film is, right? Like. Yeah. That's just all it is. It's just, here is a guy that I knew. Oh, you're going to love him, though, because he goes, ha ha! Claps his well, hands. That's it. Like, he's, Sama's like, oh, I do a really good impression of this guy. Let's make a but movie. nobody knows who he is, so we'll just do a movie where we, we'll do his whole story. <laughs> Awful. Oh, the song I was thinking of was Mr. DJ. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. That's the one. That's good... not her first song. No, it's That's the first time she records one. in the big studio. With, um, who's the, um... Mace. Who's, who's the rapper? Mace. Mace. Is it Mace? I think it's Mace. No, it's Babyface. No. No, it is. I'm looking at the soundtrack on IMDb. It says, written by Babyface, performed by Jennifer Hudson and Mace. I thought Babyface goes in and performs it with her. I think it's Mace who goes in and performs Fuck, man, I'm racist. <laughs> Babyface is producing. Can um, can we talk about um, a plot strand that could easily have been deleted, like many of them in this? Um, the Jane Seymour character. Yeah. Jane Seymour essentially playing the same character she did in Wedding Crashes. Yeah, just wants to fuck a, a young buck. <laughs> and what is what is the point of this? <laughs> Despite me getting my biggest laugh of him getting his static shock, static shock. in that scene. I mean, it instantly goes away, that plotline, doesn't it? It sort of bubbles it's... up for about an hour, and then... But, and it comes, like, at the beginning, and they sort of, like, make a... Like, she appears, and she's like, oh, yeah. yes. And then she sort of disappears for a bit more, and she comes back, and he nearly has sex with her, while yeah. the real Sandy Wexler watches. Watches, yeah. In disgust. And then, uh, and then it just goes away again, and then they're at the wedding. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers, because uh, Sandy and Sandy and Cece get married. It's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, there's, yeah, there's not much, like... Did you, like... What, like I know you laughed at um, uh, the suicide scene. The suicide squad. Um... Did you like Kevin James in this movie? No, man. I know you like Kevin James. No, my goodwill is running out. Like, he's, <laughs> he's like... not good in this film. He does. He. he Who does is your favorite of, of um, Sandler's clients, not including uh, Courtney? Oh God, that's difficult. <laughs> um, 
It's Terry Crews. It's obviously Terry Crews, because he has, like, a vaguely okay personality. And, you know, it, like, has a craft. He's quite good at it. It's always... Yeah, a, I guess. It's usually a joy to see Terry Crews. You know? Like... I thought Colin Quinn was alright. Oh, I fucking hated him. I hated his... I hated his shtick. I just like the idea of him just being a shit comedian in the 90s. Yeah. I like that they kept... Um, putting him forward for Young Comedian Awards. Yeah, I liked that too. He's 60. <laughs> I think he'd just gotten off playing Amy Schumer's dad in Trainwreck. Oh, amazing. Do you like Aaron oh, Neville in this film? Who? Aaron Neville. Who? Aaron Neville. Who? He's a singer, Aaron Neville, as um, Jennifer Do you mean Gary Neville? <laughs> yeah, Gary Neville. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron Neville. He's Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville is a singer, and he plays Jennifer Hudson's dad in this. Oh, that guy. Yes. I recognised him, but I can't remember what from. I mostly know him um, for doing... I think he did, like, a cover of the song from An American Tale. Somewhere yeah. out there. He's got like a very certain way of singing. Okay. Where it's just very much like, well, well, ah, uh, there. <laughs> like, right, I see. Very, like, everything is like very much. Very staccato. Yes. It's weird. That's good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I recognized him, but I wasn't sure if it was from. My there's, real life, or from watching Sandy Wexler before. That's there's a nice so little moment problems. where he sings with Jennifer Hudson when he's like, "Yes, you can hire Sandy Wexler." Oh yeah, that was nice. And a nice little bit of uh, racism with us supposed to think that he's uh, uh, a prisoner when he's actually just a janitor. He's a he's a janitor. It's good, isn't it? My God, like why is that as well? Like why do we have to go to Alaska <laughs> in this movie? I don't know. There's Ugh. no reason for it. I think it's just so they can have him on a plane, and I feel like they make some sort of joke that oh, it's the him being like her being like we're going to this place in Alaska. He's like oh, it's a wonderful place, and have then she's like been? oh, so you've been? No, I can't say I have. I never said I had. Yeah, well, that's 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 the running joke, isn't it? It's just him people calling him out on his lies and going no, I never said that. No, you misunderstood Good. me. Sandy Wexler gaslighting the movie. Yeah. That's, that's it's a one it's a, it's a one note joke. It's a one it's a one note joke film, you know, like For how many of these do we have to sit through before we stop expecting otherwise? Oh, it's like, it's a, it's similar with like it honestly it reminds me of Joe Dirt. Yeah. Like, oh my god, yes, 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 yes. It's just a one one note same joke over and over again. Very unappealing. People sort of fall for this character, and you're just like, why? <laughs> I don't. Why? I know. Um, uh, Kenny Nybart brought this up when he was guesting on this. When uh, mm. he was suggesting, when he was trying to write a film about a Hollywood agent, and uh, yes. someone suggests he watch this, and he he fired them because of it. <laughs> Yeah, good reaction, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
anyone tells you to watch this movie, you should fire them, no matter if they work for you or not. Including us. No, oh, I'm. Are you intending to tell people to watch this movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do not watch this film. Um, I don't have much else to say. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really like it. I just don't really care about the plot. No. It's. I hate to be so apathetic to a movie, but that's all I've got. Yeah, I mean, I've got like there's three angry animal attacks in this film. That's exciting. We haven't had one in a while. Is it that exciting? <laughs> I'm over them, Josh. Yeah, no, I'm kind of. I mean, I enjoy. It. Oh, I did. I did. I had one stupid thought that was, you know, I was like, now what is this film actually about? And then I was like, does Courtney represent Sandler's talent, or is it that Sandy, like, like Sandy is just trying to please? I think everyone. all this is ruined by the fact that we know Sandy Wexler is a real person. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't know that. So let's let's go back to a sweeter time before that, and I could say bullshit. Um, yeah, I was thinking like you know the whole thing is like San, Sandy Wexler like you know he lies and he bends the truth because it's what he thinks people want to hear, but actually what they want is truth. You know, they want to be talked to like human beings. And I was like, is that what Sandler thinks about his filmmaking career? I was like, in the past he's making films that he thinks people want to see. You know, he's making like Billy Madison. He's making Happy Gilmore. He's making Little Nicky. These are things that he thinks people want to see. And what Sandy Wexler does is it tracks his career to a point where he um, he's making he's making films that are speaking the truth. They're speaking his truth. You know, he's making exactly what he wants to make, and he's making Sandy Wexler, and it's a huge success. Just like. Um, Sandy Wexler is inside the film when he stops telling lies, you know? Oh, I'm probably just going to cut all that out because it was just rambling. (laughs) It's not rambling, it's true! No. My note straight after that, and this was the end of the film, is um, I'm going to hang myself and then my puppets because I hate it. (sighs) Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But do you know what? I have a feeling we have exactly the same MVP and exactly the same OVP because we haven't mentioned it. (laughs) haven't mentioned either of these things i mean i'm not entirely sure who my mvp is oh but i i have an lvp oh yeah yeah there's um, there's a runaway mvp for me but uh, first off are there any awards um yes the rewards return <sighs> um this one we're back team choice team choice awards, team choice awards baby the teens they always know what's up and you've got to ask yourself, Josh, what do the teens uh, think the choice movie actress comedy is? Jennifer Hudson? Jennifer Hudson is nominated Fuck. For, for Sandy Wexler. i got to say, this is like quite a barren list. I was going to say, are we going to play a game? I think we should play a game. Okay. So there are five other nominees and a, and a winner included in that two of the nominees are voice performances okay uh i have not seen the other three nominees okay um one of them i feel like we referenced before or maybe it's just because it came up on the quiz the other day that we were part of okay um it's a 
it's a film that wants to be 21 Jump Street. A film that wants to be 21... Oh, Let's Be Cops? No. Oh. It wants to be 21 Jump Street and it's sort of meta based on a TV showness. Fuck. Two big stars. Yeah. Uh... Like, probably one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Tom Cruise? No. Oh. A woman? No, man. Oh. Like, biggest, not just in, like, in in how popular he is, but also in mass. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, no, I have no idea. I'm drawing a complete blank. Um. Who? Kevin James? No. Honestly, like, what, like... Like, think about, like, someone who is just, like, could easily open a movie. Has a movie in cinemas right now. The Rock? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, you... S- right, okay. Yes. <laughs> big in, okay, in yeah. mass. Big, big, big in mass, yeah. Big in muscle. <laughs> if you said big in muscle mass, I would have got that. Okay. okay. The Rock, yes. Biggest... Based um, on a TV show. Yeah. I think you might have worked on this a little bit. I was out of this by Were this you? point. Yeah, okay. by 2017, I was BBC Three. Yeah, but well, you, you might have like got like the early days of it, like before it came out. Get smart. N- no, <laughs> that's like 2011. Jesus. Okay. What? See, I think TV. that's even t- 2008. TV, Chris. TV, The Rock. I was about to say Chris Rock because I can only hear Rock and Chris. The Rock. The Rock. Based on a popular TV show. Friends starring The Rock. wanted to be a sort of parody of that TV show. Uh... The person person who's nominated for it is someone who sort of disappeared since that movie came out. But she's made a bit of a return in the TV show The White Lotus. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. I don't know. This is Alexandra Daddario for Baywatch. Oh, Bay. Oh, I went to a junket for it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I understand. Yes. Uh, Alexandra ne- Daddario. Next up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. This is so no, painful. this is great. <laughs> uh, next up is this actress is probably best known for playing a superhero. Okay. Um. Uh, uh. This film doesn't exist. Brie Larson. No. Short term twelve. No bigger, uh, bigger. Um, a bigger like comic book hero than Captain Marvel, like one of the most iconic superheroes. Halle Berry. No. Skull like genuinely, Jack. like the most iconic female superhero. Gal Gadot. Yes. Right. Can you get? Do you think you can guess the film? This no. film that doesn't exist. I very. I only know two Gal Gadot. Films. Are they both Wonder Woman movies? One of them. Well, okay, maybe four. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Whichever one she's in. Five and six. Four. Yeah. yeah five and six. And. Um, this is yeah, her moments. her spy comedy movie. Keeping up with the Joneses. Oh. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I'm gonna be so shocked if you get this for next time. Well, I I, even, if you get I the next even think two, of Baywatch. I couldn't even think of Baywatch. If you can get the next show. two, like one of them, I'm like, I know the film. I don't know how to describe who this person is. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. This actress, she's she's pretty popular. I believe she's an Oscar nominee. Right. Um, she's, she starred in a comedy franchise. Um, right. she, she's also sort of known for singing, but like kind of musical theater style singing. Kristen Chenoweth. No. Younger, much younger. Um. Idina Menzel. She was nominated for an Oscar for like her breakout role. Jennifer Hudson. Um. She well, Jennifer Hudson is one of the nominees, but we we it know could be that. another one. Um, she she was in a very popular. She had a small role in a popular <laughs> franchise that was based on a, a young, like probably like the one of the most iconic young adult franchises based on. Oh, that year. Anna Kendrick. Yes. For the can cups. you do you, can you think you'll be able to guess the film she was nominated for? Absolutely not. Do you know the the motion picture Table Nineteen? Oh, I do know that. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know the poster. <laughs> All the teens are going crazy oh, for Table Nineteen. Table Nineteen. Um, and finally, uh. I f- <laughs> I think this girl is a singer. <laughs> Jojo. No, I'm just looking up to see. Yeah, she's a singer. I couldn't tell you any of her songs, though. She's only been in this film and its upcoming sequel. It's an animated film. Taylor Swift. She was a contestant on The Masked Singer. Stacey Solomon. In the US. Fuck. (laughs) Um... Do you know who Tori Kelly is? No. It's Tori Kelly, Josh. <gasps> Tori Kelly? Star of Sing. Kelly. Oh, Sing. The animated of movie course. Sing. Um, oh, and we haven't done Who Won. Oh, this one is probably the easiest of the bunch. Um, popular comedian slash talk show host. Ellen. Yes. Finding Dory. <laughs> it's about to, yes, it's Finding Dory. <laughs> She won. Yes, Ellen DeGeneres won for Finding Tory. Brilliant. What a! I gotta look up. Were there other comedy movies in this year that could have? Yeah, a actress could have won for comedy movies. Twenty seventeen. The Hitman's Bodyguard could have had Salma Hayek. God, it is rough. It is rough bad, night. Who <laughs> um, is that? Who's Honestly, Rough Night? Uh, Rough Night is Scarlett Johansson, Gillian mm. and Bell, Alana Glazer. Oh, I like Alana Glazer, though. Yeah, I love a lot of people in that movie, just not that movie. This is not that movie. Lady Bird. Snatched was that year? I feel Lady Bird was probably too late for the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. Because I think they happened, like, in the summer. Snatched, snatched was Snatched was Amy Schumer and Goldie Hawn. Not a oh, great movie, the, yeah. but funnier than... Some of the ones that were up for for the award. That's a a remake of something, right? I don't think so. I thought it was. I thought it was a a remake of something. I think you're incorrect. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it's not a strong lineup. Oh, Girls Trip was that year. Give it to fucking Girls Trip. Yeah. Have you seen Girls Trip, Josh? No. Girls Trip is phenomenal. Okay. Go watch Girls Trip. Stop being a fucking what? sexist racist. I'm not. I just. I haven't heard of it. Death it's... of Stalin. Give it to Andrew Risebrook. <laughs> Girls Trip is so funny. It's got oh. one of the funniest set pieces I've seen in like a movie. Oh, it's that one. You do say that one's good. It is really good. Lots of people say that's good. It's the one that Tiffany Haddish actually she should have got like the Melissa McCarthy Best Supporting Actress nomination. Mm. Like so funny in that film. That film is brilliant. It's oh I love Girl Strip so much. Um I'm gonna watch it it when I need something good. Like if you you take my hmm? if you take my advice on um on uh on Bob and Star, take my advice on Girl Strip. I will do. Oh we could have had Lost in London. Are there any women in Lost in London? Yeah, there's one. <laughs> there's one? Play- there's one. Whoever's playing his wife. The, do you want to know the other nomination this film got? IMDb yeah. erroneously says this won this award, but it did not. Um, This one, uh, at the... Oh no, it just nominated at the... Uh, I don't know, maybe it did win. <laughs> God, this is so confusing. Did this happen? It won. Yes. <laughs> Somehow. This one at the California on Location Awards. What? Location Team of the Year, Independent Feature Films winner. Independent Feature? I suppose it is. Maybe. Is it? I, I wouldn't guess. say it is. What, I would say Netflix, Netflix is a money. pretty major studio. What wins for... Suburbicon wins for independent feature film winner as Oh no, Suburbicon wins for location manager. This wins for location team. Um, studio right. film of the war... Studio film is Bright, which is also a Netflix movie. Sweeping up. Hmm. <laughs> Also, studio film is uh, the studio location manager is a wrinkle in time Ooh. Um, for feature films. But yes, this um, this location team wins it for Sandy Wexler. Which you know what? Like, yeah, there's that moment where you they're in LA and you can see the poster for The Shadow and the poster for Time Cop in the background, and I was like, yeah, yeah that's a uh, that's good. a time. Yeah, feels like um, feels like LA. It's got that BoJack Horseman feeling of when it it goes to the other times, and it's just him driving in a car, listening to a '90s song, and the lyrics are just "This is a '90s song," (laughs) etc. It's that sort of vibe, right? Can I tell you who won (laughs) for California on Location Awards? Who won the Location Manager of the Year for commercials? Oh, yes, please. It was Wilson Wu for a Visit California Tourism trailer. Oh, that's nice. I just like the idea that, like, oh, yeah, surprisingly, Visit California used the best locations for a, in you, California. I thought you were going to throw a curveball and it was like, oh, yeah, the winner of that is whoever shot that Kylie Jenner Pepsi advert. 
That should win. That should win. The location was incredible. The advert, no. But you have know. you seen have you seen the SNL sketch on that one? No. It's quite good. It's, it's okay. them basically like getting ready to shoot it. <laughs> that sounds like it could be good. It is good. Um those are the two awards. So it was up for a teen choice and a cola. California California on location awards. That's ironic because we were just talking about Pepsi. Oy, that's probably Oy. why it didn't win. <laughs> well, then that brings us. Can I tell you there was no 2020 awards for the, for the course? Oh, was there not? Oh, that's no. sad. I wonder why. Netflix gets a lot of these. Hmm. 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 So, <laughs> your MVP. Uh, my MVP. Who is it? I don't know, man. You don't know? I don't know. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. Okay, so listeners, my MVP, I want to put it to you. Well, I changed it, okay? So originally, it was Jennifer Hudson. Because I was like... That's who I was thinking. She, all the way through, I was like, she is in a completely different movie to everyone else. You know, like everyone else is just in shit. And she is like elevating the material. She's a genuine likable presence whenever she's on screen. Like she can fucking sing. All her songs are bops. Mm-hmm. It's like a good time, apart from any time she's interacting with Sandy Wexer in like a relationshipy, romantic way. Because then it's just like, oh, this is horrible. I'm so sorry for you. Um, Instead, you've gone for Lamorne Mars. No. So this is what I I sort of alluded to earlier when I said that I had 1.25 laughs That's right. within the movie. However, overall, my laugh score for this film is 6.75. Josh, if you are saying... Because I think you're going to say your MVP is who my LVP is. <laughs> because this was a weak effort. <laughs> My is this because if you, are you going to say someone who I genuinely love, <laughs> and is probably like one of my heroes, and yet is going to be my LVP? I think I am Jack. I think I am because my MVP is split between Beavis and Butthead. It's technically not who my LVP is, but it's the okay. same thing. Yeah, yeah. same thing. <laughs> My MVP is Beavis and Butthead because, my God, I know it's not good. I know it's got not good Beavis and Butthead, but I just fucking love them. Like, so as soon as you give me a post credit scene where Mike Judge is calling Sandy Wexler as Beavis and Butthead because Sandy Wexler thinks that Beavis and Butthead are real people, it's just it just fucking killed me. Like at the end, like especially after such like a dearth of laughs and just humor or anything, just through two hours and ten minutes or two hours and five minutes by that point of just like like heartrending garbage, to have Beavis and Butthead call up and just like I mean I count I count my laughs I count my laughs five five and a half come from this one little post credit like he says you suck i thought Uh that was funny when he says hemorrhoids i thought that was funny something about him saying in your butt 
That was good. And then he Here's, says, kill this yourself. Is the, this, this, is, this is the thing. I didn't like the kill yourself, to be honest. I didn't, huh? very, I didn't like the kill yourself. That didn't feel you very Beavis and Butthead to me. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I think Beavis and Butthead are like comedy gold. I, I, I think Mike Judge is a genius. I think this is such a weak effort to bring them into this movie. Yeah. Um... So yeah, like I'll t- so yeah, my LVP is Mike Judge for this movie because oh. I'm just like, like save yourself, man. <laughs> you can do better than this. You've done so much better than this. It's really sad and, as well. They've got that scene at the end where it like reveals them recording the yeah. voice, and he does not look like he wants to be there. <laughs> also, like I am sure he didn't write that Beavis and Butthead material. Um, no, absolutely not. Uh, and also the sad part in that is like Sanders barely even doing the sadly Wexler voice at that point he's doing like the roast beef lady voice yeah yeah and I'm just like roast beef is funnier than this Um, it made me it made me miss my my beloved Eleanor (laughs) If, if it was Beavers and Butthead calling Eleanor Oh my god. I would love that. Yeah, I know you would. I, I probably oh, would. Oh, your name is Bart? Because it would just be the old woman in Beavis and Butthead do America. Travis and Mr. Bobhead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. I want to watch that. Oh, there's so many sluts you <laughs> are nowhere to begin with. I love that film. <laughs> We, we, we did go see that together. We definitely did, yeah. It's like the ass is... The poop is coming out the ass of the ass. Cloris Leachman is the old woman in that. It's so funny. And that's it. Like, just none of the jokes the Beavers and Butthead do here fit. It's not no. even as funny as, like, their cameo in fucking Austin Powers. Like... No. It just... It made me sad, to be honest. I'd spent <laughs> two hours and ten minutes, and then a glimmer of hope shows up in in the creator of King of the Hills showing up, mm. and then nothing. Just, just shits all over my dreams. I get you, buddy, but also, but for me, it was just a shining ray of light. You know, it made me feel. It reminded me of better times, of better comedies. You know better, who, better films that we watch together. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't you make know? this one any better. No, it doesn't make it any better, but it does bump it up the Doesn't make it my time. MVP for this movie. You know who my MVP for this movie is? Talked about him earlier. Wait, I bet if it, if it's if it's who my MVP is, that would be amazing. Weird Al Yankovic. Holy shit! Is it Weird Al Yankovic? Is it Yankovic or Yankovic? I don't care. Um, <laughs> um. Because the whole way through this film, they're talking about his former uh, client, yeah. Al, Alf, is Alfred. Oh, Alfred, yes. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, who could Alfred be? I yeah. kept thinking it'd be Alfred Molina. Me too. Which would have made me laugh a lot. Very his big client was Alfred Molina. <laughs> Molina. When, in 1995 told you, I told you you should never have done Doc Ock wait that's way before yeah, what, yeah I know done? that's why it would have been really funny like Alfred Molina was nobody <laughs> uh, you know why um, uh, Weird yeah. Al is my MVP why man has just 
made a career out of just being like, oh yeah, I'll do what someone else did. But with funny words. Kind of. <laughs> like, he hears La Bamba and he's like, what if I said lasagna instead? Yeah. He's a genius. <laughs> he is a genius. He's got an accordion. And you know what, like... Do you like it when he says, it, do you like the hair? No, it looks like dirty spaghetti. Do you like it when he's like, um, just eat it. Just eat it. I do. It's very good. I tried to use that in a promo once and I got told no. Really? Uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was for like a food show for the BBC and they're like, this is not on brand. <laughs> no, I guess that's true. <laughs> and he I does was like, have some original songs. There's a lot of polka. Poka poka poka, like yeah. that guy from the Poker King. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Weird Al. Just for you know what, like, cool. He's he's a guy. He's a like he was someone I wasn't expecting to be in this movie. He shows up. He does his job. I was fairly happy to see him, even though I'm not a Weird Al fan. Um. Though I'd like to watch UHF. Oh, yeah, after that little clip. Yeah, the other day. That we saw the other day. The Spatula World clip. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that UHF me. looks weird, and it stars famed racist Michael Richards. Oh. But it's fine, it's before he was racist. <laughs> That's good. That's why you can watch Seinfeld. It was before he was racist. I suppose that's true. But can you still watch um, Kirby Enthusiasm? Because that is after he's racist. Yes, because it makes fun of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, look, I'm just looking at Weird Al. He, instead of doing I Want a New Drug by Hugh Lewis, he does I Want a New Duck. Great, great stuff. That was written by two people. Um, I've spoken a lot about Weird Al Three today. People. I spoke to someone else about him earlier. Um... Yeah, Weird Al. He's my MVP. I hope he is your LVP. No. Who's your LVP? LVP is someone that we vaguely mentioned. We vaguely mentioned earlier. I think it's off mic. No, it's not Swanson. Throughout this film, there is a character (laughs) who is mentioned. Weird Al. An... A malignant presence over the film, like, you know, when... Where in The Simpsons, when they're driving up to Mr. Burns's mansion when he's Dracula, and you see the big face, and there's like a, like in Fantasia where the I believe that's from the movie Dracula. What is that? Yeah, no, it's probably from Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) And they're taking the piss, or it's like, or it's like the bit in Fantasia where they're going up to what is it? There's the mountain that's all that's got the devil on it, and you just see the 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 hand, the silhouette. Who who is it, Josh? There is a presence in this film. He owns the house that Adam Sandler lives in. Oh, yeah. No. He doesn't let him in the swimming pool. You did he an impression of him earlier. He doesn't let him do anything. I did an impression of him earlier. I don't feel good about it. He sh- you first meet him through his voice. It's similar to, like, what's that? Like, M for murder. Is that it? That's the one. You only hear the voice. Dial M for murder. Dial M for murder. Um, who Maybe. do you only hear the voice of in that? The, it might not be that. <laughs> it might not be that. It might be a completely different thing. Um, yeah, all right. It's Rob Schneider. It's Rob Schneider because all the way through, we're told about Adam Sandler's landlord is a rich Persian, rich 
Which I'm guessing this is something that the real Sandy Wernick did. I'm assuming so. House sat for a rich... Rich Iranian Jew? I don't know. You only see him in this movie for like 20 seconds. Yeah, but what a fucking terrible 20 seconds they are. Because obviously it's Rob Schneider doing a voice and dressed up. He's also like fourth build in this movie. Is he? (laughs) And it's just horrible. Like, for two hours he's a voice that is just bad. It's him doing a horrible, horrible accent. And then he shows up and it's somehow even worse. Like, he's just decked out in gold and it's just... It's just hideous and horrible. And I expect nothing less at this point. But I just didn't want it. I thought, finally, here's a film that... Because I forgot. I forgot. I've seen this film before. I forgot he was in it. And then as soon as it happened... I think I've just gotten to the point where I'm just, like, so desensitized to him now. I was going to say... yeah. If the worst thing is, you're like, oh, Beavers and Butthead let me down. But there's like Yeah, that's like... But that's like my my childhood heroes, you know? Yeah, I guess. Reduced to this crap. While Rob Schneider, I'm just used to him being awful and racist, and I can yeah, just sort I of. Yeah, that's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't like this movie. I've done my LVP. Josh, where can people find you? <laughs> oh, if they want to find me, on Twitter, Facebook. No, not Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. Why do you want people to find you on Facebook? Huh? Why don't you want people to find you on Facebook? I don't use it. It's horrible, isn't it? I hate it. I, I had someone time. ask me if I wanted sex on Facebook earlier. <laughs> Fucking hell. I told them no thank you and they deleted me. Was it a random person? Yeah, it was a random. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, that I, said, I wish them all the best in their endeavours. Oh, they that's me. very nice. That's alright. Um, yeah, if you want to find me on there, on those, on social networks then you can find me at p-a-p-s-b-y that's at p-a-p-s-b-y that's at papsby it rhymes with the quick and the dead and if people want to find you jack i just want to say um uh uh alfred molina just got married um, while we were talking about him to uh the director of frozen mazel tov alfred molina congratulations not uh, not every day What? Um, not every day does uh, Alfred Molina get married. I love Alfred Molina. He's, yeah, him and uh, the director of Frozen are now married. That's so nice. God. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it for them. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think he's in Frozen too. Um, oh, so he did it for that. He did it for the credit. Did, no, I think he did it for love. <laughs> oh. He did. He did the performance for love. That's nice. Uh, you can find me at JFG in Digital 3D across various social media platforms, such as uh, Alfred Molina's Wedding Registry, yeah. um, uh, uh, Pit Stop, uh, 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 Beth Israel, the hospital, um, uh, 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 Fishing with Tom. And various yep. other places. It's good. Pit stop. 
It is good. Oh, and it, oh, and the podcast. Oh, the podcast. If you want to follow oh. the podcast, you can on Instagram and on Twitter at True Hat Mad. That's at True Hat Mad. And also, feel free if you did go and see the player with me at Prince Charles Cinema, please email us at truehatmad at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and to reconnect. And I have a feeling I know who I did go and see it with now. And (laughs) if... Who was it? I think it was my friend Connor. (gasps) Connor. Is is that Connor who left us a review? Maybe. (laughs) Have we had a review? Was that person called Connor? No. We had that review from last Conroy. 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 Um... I think if it, if it was you, Connor, let me know. I don't even. I don't even know if you listen. Um, and if oh, what's the last one that we do? Oh yeah, please leave <laughs> us a rating and a review wherever you can. If you're listening on a podcast service that allows you to do that, five we'll stars read it out good. if you do. Oh, we will read it out. We read out one last week from Conroy, or two weeks ago, whenever that was. And uh, yeah, so five stars is good. Six stars is better. Seven, eight, nine. We have had no new reviews. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Conroy61, you're our last fan. Well, it's a good fan to go out on. <laughs> not that we're done, but you know what No, I mean. we're not done. Oh, we're not done. Speaking of, what have we got next week? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Uh, I can tell you what on. we've got. What have we got? It's funny. It's not people. It's not funny people. It's um oh it's oh it's the week of. It's the week of. Hey. <laughs> That's what we've got. That's all we got. What what more could you ask for? Absolutely. Um, I'm nothing. looking forward to the week of. Yeah. Why not? I'm hoping it'll be fun. I like culture clash comedy. Mm. And who could handle it better than the oh, writer of um, Oh, You Don't Mess With The Zone? Oh, fuck, no. <laughs> okay. Smigel. Smigel. Yeah. Peter Smigel. Um, Perfect. All right. I'm really thirsty, so um, as always, guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Good stuff. Right, love you, bye. Bye.